Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. Now, what is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they are doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Lisa Pritchett, owner of Dandelion Flowers. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? A virtual lunch and learn. So does that mean you eat a virtual lunch? I think you eat a real lunch. Okay. You're not but, like a you're not a digipet. <laughs> but you watch it you watch it on your computer. You watch it on your computer. You join from the comfort of your own home or office or wherever you happen to be. All right. A virtual lunch and learn. When is it? It is Thursday, December tenth. And who is the guest speaker? It's going to be presented by Richard Clark. Now, who's he? Well, he was the president of his graduating class of Jay County High School in 1984. Really? I was five years old then. (laughs) (laughs) Then after that, he became a U.S. Army paratrooper. So he jumped out of like perfectly good airplanes. So he went from president of a class to jumping out of airplanes. Yep. Then after his discharge, he worked in precision measurement and calibration since 1997, which led to him writing a book in 2006. More recently, he's founded the national running group Flags for Fallen, which carries full-size American flags during races in memory of Americans who have passed away too soon. Really? Well, that sounds pretty cool. That's pretty interesting, I know. Pretty neat. So he is going to be presenting Be the Change. Okay. Too often, people think of leaders as the people on the top. In reality, most leaders are not around the top. They're somewhere in the middle. Leadership in the middle often involves smaller teams and more direct contact with team members. A leader needs to read their team. A leader is not a leader because an organization says the person is a leader. A leader is who the team chooses to follow. That's the bottom line. Be the change and people will follow you. And his name is Richard Clark and he's going to be presenting when? Thursday, December 10th from 1130 to 1. You can find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Lisa Pritchett, owner of Dandelion's Flowers. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, on a personal side, um, I've lived in Muncie my whole life. Munsonian. Yes, I am. I went to Yorktown High School. I studied art at Ball State. Okay. And I started working in my dad's flower shop, and it was called Gordon's Flowers at that time during college. And we, I slowly inched my way back into that design area. Yeah. <laughs> the exciting part or what I thought was exciting at the time. So um, I started working there, you know, right out of college. And I, to be honest, I never left. Um, I got married, um, married my high school college sweetheart, and we had four children. <laughs> that didn't work out so well <laughs> after 20 years. And we did divorce. But you know what? Um, I'm married again, and we have a blended family here in Mencie. Mm-hmm. So we have grown children and just one child at home now. 
Okay. How old is your one at home? He is a junior at Central High School. Okay, nice. Well, tell us about the shop. Well, um, as I said, I worked for my dad, you know, through college and um, kind of had an interest in that. I studied art at Ball State and my parents would ask me, what are you going to do with that art degree? (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to make a lot of money probably with that art degree. And I said, no, probably not. But you know what? I'm going to be happy. And you know what? I think that was super important. And my parents always kind of push that. You need to be happy in what you do. Um, and I start. I started working back in the in the shop, and my dad had had the shop for almost forty years, and um, you know. He- I wouldn't say he was tired. He's a super creative person. I have learned so much from him just on a creative side. Um, so he finally let me back in there on the design side. He did not like to do weddings and events. Mm-hmm. I think just as a gentleman, he didn't have maybe the patience for brides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it and takes you know, a special someone to, to do it. It does. That. And that business has just grown and evolved so much. I yeah. mean, weddings are such a different you know thing that they were 50 years ago. So... I had an interest in that though. I like to talk to brides. I wanted to see what it was gonna, the starting point of how something was gonna start and evolve and you know, and then see it at that final day, you mm-hmm. know. So I pushed him to do weddings and he was not interested in that. And so he said, if that's what you wanna do, that's what, that can be your thing. And so I just started slowly kind of marketing myself, you know, to that. And I didn't really know how to do that at that point, that's for sure. Um, but you know, once you kind of got one under your belt you felt a little bit more comfortable Mm -hmm. and confident and then it was you know Muncie's a smaller town so once you know people would see your product that really sold it I mean it you didn't really have to advertise it was like you know that was your advertisement Mm -hmm. bridal bouquets and centerpieces so um, I liked that and so you know I think that's just where our business has evolved I mean we are definitely a wedding and event shop Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, we like it because, you know, Matt is obviously a DJ on the side. Yes. So you get one bride and then all of her bridesmaids show up and they're like, oh, I like those flowers and I exactly. like that DJ. And then, you know, then they get married and then their friends get married. And yeah. it's very much a word of mouth kind of situation. It is. And for us, you know, you you have to see our product. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a visual. So, you know, you have to see what we're doing. And it, it when we bring something in, I mean, for me, that's my biggest joy is, you know, to, to bring that in and show that to a bride, her bouquet and go, that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, it's above my expectations. And, you know, for me, that's that's success. Yeah. Now, the shop is located in downtown Muncie. It always hasn't been there, has it? No, we have not been downtown. We moved downtown 19 years ago. Okay. I can't believe it's been 19 years. A lot's changed downtown. Oh, yeah. Um, for the positive, you know. So, but we were in the University Village area. Yes. You know, a lot of, a lot of shopping and shops in that area. That's where my dad was. And I kept the business there for about six or eight years after he retired. And then, you know, I could see the revitalization of the downtown and Mm -hmm. that excited me. You know, I loved the old buildings and, um, you know, just all all that. And so, you know, I just thought, you know what, it's time to move. I thought that the village kind of needed needed some TLC. It was kind of going in a different direction. Um, and I just felt like, you know what, I wanted to be a part of the growth downtown. And I thought it felt, it fit our, our business really well. So we moved then. Awesome. You've been here ever since. We have. Okay. Now, what all do you carry? We've been talking about wedding uh, sure. flowers, things like that. But what else? You've, you've got gifts. We do. We have gifts. And I think that surprises people when they, they've they been customers of ours or they call over to order flowers over the phone mm-hmm. or our website. And um, But then when they come into the store, they're like, oh, I didn't know you carried all this. I mean, we carry fun gifts. 
life's short, you know what? And all of our gifts are just, they're fun, they're a little sarcastic sometimes, mm-hmm. but I mean, we carry such a variety. I mean, we have a little bit of jewelry, but we have lots of candles. We do, um, obviously we carry home goods for your home as far as like bases and containers and that kind of stuff. Um, we have like tea towels and we have barware. So we have a little bit of everything. Okay. We like to keep it fun. Cool. Now, how has your business changed due to COVID this past year? Um, well, you know, I guess I'll kind of take it back to the wedding part of it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, weddings and events were canceled, which really hurt us. I yep. mean, you know, it's just sad to see people stressed out over those kind of things. Mm-hmm. It's such an emotional event. So, um, you know, our biggest event for us, I mean, in the beginning of COVID was uh, Rialzo. We do we do Meridian Services mm-hmm. Rialzo, big event, big fundraiser for them every year. And of course, that was canceled. And that's probably one of the highlights for me every year, doing a community event mm-hmm. when you see thousands of, you know a thousand people in in there um, enjoying it and, it and it's our time to be super creative you know we work with um, Scott Smaltics and Fred Reese and mm-hmm. you know what they just let us run with it they let us have fun with it so that was probably my saddest moment I mean on a personal side mm-hmm. I think seeing that not come together this year how many how many weddings do you do per weekend are we well, talking one or ten we have the capacity to do three or four okay we do um, so it depends on the size of the wedding and it depends on the location because we don't always stay in Muncie. Mm-hmm. You know, we have branched out. We do usually about five or six weddings a year in Indianapolis, um, several in Fort Wayne. And I went as far as Lake Tippy this okay. year. So <laughs> so we did a little traveling. So, um, you know, fortunately for us, I mean, all of our brides except for two rescheduled. So it really did push us a little bit harder in the fall because we had, you know, typically you have a, a wedding on Saturdays and, and we'll have a couple on Saturdays, but then we also had like one on Friday, two on Saturday and one on Sunday. Yes. You know what that was like. Oh, yes. Full weekends, we were exhausted by Monday, but you know, it's always a good feeling. But fortunately for us, you know, all of our brides either rescheduled for this year later in the year, or we have a few that pushed it till next year. Yeah. Now you keep saying us. So who's the team? Who's behind <laughs> I say us because you know what? I could not do it without my staff. I have four girls that work I have two girls that work part uh, full-time and two and two girls that work part-time and my husband retired last year and I brought him into the folds so <laughs> he thought he was gonna be retiring but you know what he's been a huge part of it um, you know we opened a second shop in Anderson oh, okay. a year ago so it's a little satellite store but Anderson didn't have anything really as far as florals and gifts mm-hmm. so we decided it would be really good for us to kind of go over there so he is my person that goes in between the stores does all that running and i've turned over all the marketing to him okay so that's always that's easy for me (laughs) tell me something that's on your bucket list okay on my bucket list well without a doubt you know i've every year i say i want to work on the rose parade (laughs) you know as a florist you know you see that and you're just like i'm just so you know um mesmerized by the detail of that and you know so you've been to the rose parade i have it was amazing (laughs) i know don't tell me i'm just like i I want you know i watch it every year like like a child i do and so you know but i want to go behind the scenes of that That so yeah that is definitely on my bucket list so that would be on my bucket list and probably um, traveling to Amsterdam to see the tulip fields, you know, that's probably, yeah, that's probably right up there. So those are my two big ones. Now, have you been to Holland, Michigan? Because they have big tulips. I have been to Holland, Michigan. Yeah. I'd like to go out a little bit further, a little bit bit further, but but that's gorgeous also. So what do you and the family like to do for fun? Well, you know, um, 
I like to garden. <laughs> and after a long day at work, my husband will say, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you're coming home. You're going to work in your yard. <laughs> but you know what? For me, that's super relaxing. I mean, that's for me personally. Um, you know, I have I have five children here in town or in Indianapolis, and they all have children. So you know what? Just seeing them and getting together, you know what? We're, we're all about, you know, hanging out together and doing that. So anything family-oriented, we do. What's your favorite flower? Depends on the season. Okay. It does. Okay. It, it changes. It does. But overall, if somebody would say, and I get that question, what's your favorite flower? Probably a ranunculus. I love okay. bulb flowers. Okay. I do. You know, it's short season for most of those, but you know what? We get so many flowers from all over the world, though. It's amazing that we live in the Midwest in a little town, you know, Muncie, and we get things from South America and Holland and, you know, Thailand. And it's just, it's amazing that, you know, they can be picked you know, a couple days before, and they're in our shop, you know, a couple days after that. That amazes me still yeah, after, you know, after 20 some years. So in college, you studied art. What was like your favorite medium? Uh, really just drawing and penciling. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm a doodler. I am a doodler at heart. I always have been. Right. So <laughs> what does success mean to you? Probably at the end of the day, or like I said earlier, you know, it's at the end, when I set things up at the at an event, and I usually do a walkthrough with a mother or the bride, and everything's good, you know, everything's perfect, you know, um, we all have glitches at you know some point or whatever, but you know, when they're happy at the end of the day, I know that I've done my job well, you know, so that that is that success to me. Do you have any horror stories? <laughs> You know, oh my gosh, knock on wood, we don't. I mean, okay, to be honest, good. the biggest horror story for me probably has been recently where we got our flowers in for a wedding and two, three days before the bride came down with COVID. Oh no. The flowers were already in the store and you know, your heart breaks for them. And you know, that that has been the only event that that has ever happened to that somebody, you know, canceled at the last minute. And you're looking at all those beautiful flowers and you're just like, what are we going to do with them? And we did, you know what, we made it work for them. You know, they took them around and gave them to, you know, special people in their lives. So it all worked out. But, you know, that's probably my biggest, my biggest horse story, to be honest. <laughs> Knock on wood. See, we stay until the end. And so then we get to see all the fun stuff. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes more horror stories. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Than that. So, yeah, usually it's pretty good. So what would you tell a young person coming into business? What What's something you learned along the way that's not really apparent to other people? Well, for me, you know, being in a creative field and being, I, you know, I consider myself a creative person, you have to think about the business aspect of it first, you know, and that was hard for me. That did not come natural for me. You know, I was all about, I wanted to be on the creative side of that. And I didn't want to think about the business side of that. If you're not successful on the business side, you're not going to be successful on the creative side. So they go hand in hand, but mm -hmm. you definitely have to have that, you know, comes first. Yeah, you can make pretty things, but if you're not yeah. making money at it, you're not going to do <laughs> exactly. it for Exactly. <laughs> That's very true. So how many years did you work with your dad in the shop? Oh, gosh. Um, you're going to age me here, but um, probably about 10. About 10 years? About together. 10 years. I'm just, I'm guessing, but you know what? And very close to, to my parents still. Um, my dad, biggest influence probably on me creatively. And now it's time for the lightning round. Quick questions and quick answers. So number one question, what's your favorite band or artist? Rascal Flats. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Early bird. I like to get going on things. What's your favorite book? Uh, right now I'm reading, a, it's called Gardenista. So it's just a, it's a kind of a self-help garden book. Okay. <laughs> that sounds right up your alley. <laughs> Have you ever met anyone famous? 
Yes. Um, we were in the Beha- the Bahamas one year when there was a celebrity golfing outing. So there were a lot of stars that night oh, there. Okay. So yeah, we rubbed elbows with a lot of people. That's fun. <laughs> Can you throw out any names? Uh, well, let's see. At the time, it, maybe not so famous now, Michael Bolton was there. He's famous. Uh, yeah, on. I know. <laughs> pretty famous. Yeah. A couple basketball players at that point. Michael Jordan was there that night. That was the big one. Oh, yeah. I know. What's your guilty pleasure? Uh, my husband brings me a chai tea every morning before I get out of bed. Oh. Well, then he's a keeper, it sounds he like. He is. <laughs> I make the coffee. That's, That's true. about it. Yeah. Makes I won't pour it. <laughs> he makes, yeah, makes the tea, brings it to me even before I'm out of bed. That is a guilty nice. pleasure for me. That's good. What's your favorite movie? Shawshank Redemption. Good movie. I like that one. What's your hidden talent? <laughs> you're good um, at I don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I have any hidden talents, even though I really love to bake. So, you know what? My family would say that that's probably a, a, a good talent that I oh, yeah. <laughs> they enjoy yeah. that. So, yeah, I'd say probably baking. Do you have a favorite thing to make? Um, I like to do cakes. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nothing fancy, but you know what? Just a really good cake. Can't go wrong with that. Do you sing in the shower? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> now, what not, about, one of, not one of my talents. Okay. <laughs> now, what about the car? Do you sing in, your, in the car? I don't sing in my car. Okay. Oh, I'll let somebody else sing. Okay, that's all right. I didn't know if you sang to the flowers or anything like nah, that. Nah, no. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Star Wars or Star Trek? Neither. Neither. <laughs> I've never seen either one of those. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'm not a big TV person, so TV or movies, I'm really not. I like to do things, stay active, but you know what? I don't find much idle time. I, 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 I guess I don't enjoy sitting just and relaxing, but that's very hard for me. What's your most used emoji on your phone? <laughs> uh, lately, it's been the raised eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that goes out to my 17-year-old, and then probably to the grandchildren, it's been the heart. Oh, okay. <laughs> We have a 16-year-old, and yeah, we got the you raised get those eyes. raised eyes, yeah. like mm, I understand. Really? Is that really? really where you are? Yeah, I don't think so. I know. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you. It was really fun. No problem. Thanks yeah, for I hope stopping. it was easy. It was very easy. <laughs> we tried to make it easy. Oh, right? it was fun. Good. Oh my gosh, you guys are great. Thanks. Well, thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Bye. Thank you. Well, Thanksgiving's over. Yep. It was a little different this year. It was different. I mean, it's the year of Corona. Everything is different. So, <laughs> so we weren't all able to, you know, have these family-packed get-togethers this year. Yeah. We went down and had uh, um, dinner with her, with my parents. Yeah, they're kind are, of in our bubble. They're in, they're our, in our bubble. They're right down the road. They're in our germ family, as I like to call it. We send it. our kid over there. She comes back. So we're we've pretty much, they're included in our... In our in our inner circle kind of thing. And then we, we FaceTime with my brother later that evening just yep. to check in with them. And they had their own meal. Now, they usually come to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, I don't think they've ever missed one. But yeah, this year. Yeah, I don't year, think they have. But this year, they did their own. And I think they while they thought it was different and weird, I think they enjoyed their celebration and everything. So, but even, it was funny, even Holden, who is 16. Yeah. In the evening, he was like, today feels weird. This is not Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it is. It's different because usually we have your brother and his two kids, and the house is loud. And it's in the evening because for lunchtime Thanksgiving dinner, we go to Aunt Susie's. Yes, we go to my family's house in Anderson, and I mean, there's 50 people there, maybe. I don't know. Depends on the year and who all yep, decides to show up. It's out in the garage, and. <laughs> 
We have these great chicken and noodles. Oh, chi- turkey and noodles. I don't know. No, is it chicken? Chicken. Okay. Chicken noodles. Well, there's some turkey there. And as there's well. turkey too. And I think there there used to be a ham from Uncle Bob because he always had to have ham on Thanksgiving or whatever, which yeah. seems more Christmasy. Wonderful desserts, including peanut butter pie made by my uh, Aunt Mary. By Aunt Mary, who passed away this yes, and Uncle Bob passed away too so. from Corona. <laughs> yep. Both so of them did. much different feel for Thanksgiving. Yeah, and usually we go there, and the kids they say they don't like it but it's like they're normal now we've done it since forever no i love the food i love the eating you know why i don't like them i know you don't like the after games. dinner they play card games board games card games mostly card games though and uh and each year i've gotten better and better about excusing myself or getting <laughs> out of them yeah when we first started dating or were married and he started coming to thanksgiving he felt like he had Matt had to like participate to be like a yes. good boyfriend slash husband or whatever. But now he's like, nope, I'm not, I'm not. Doing I'm out. I'm, I'm out. I'm just not into it. So. I just, I just don't know. My family, I'd, we I'd rather games. go in with the kids and watch Star Wars on uh, TV no, or something like that. No, they watch football in there. The, the football game. I'd rather watch football than play those <laughs> damn oh hard games. And you don't even like football. <laughs> Whatever. I like playing, and I like playing with my dad and my brother-in-law, and we're all pretty competitive and trying they to are super competitive. each other. <laughs> and if you get me and they're my tricky. dad. Yeah. They're tricky. You have to watch each one of them. If you get me and my dad and Burke all on the same team, you are most definitely going to lose. <laughs> And we will for sure gloat when we win. So, uh, so yeah. So Thanksgiving was different and weird. Um, and then Zeus decided she wanted to. We were putting up the Christmas tree. Yes, day of the day of. Now I was gonna wait because her birthday is November thirtieth. So I kind of feel like we need to have her birthday before we put up Christmas. <laughs> but not according to Zuzu because she she, was, she had a plan. <laughs> she had a plan, and we executed that plan. I put up the tree right before Thanksgiving. So just the parts. Right, and you we know, barely so it was even. A tree. Yeah, we barely even fluffed up the the branches. And yeah, it's stuff. a fake, fake it's artificial a fake tree. tree. You gotta like fluff it and stuff, which we didn't really do because we we're like, yeah, whatever, we'll deal with it later. So we eat Thanksgiving, we come back. Of course, it's nap time for the adults oh, because yeah. we're like, oh my gosh, we're I ate so full much of turkey. Food. It's time for a nap. But Audia had different plans. She wanted to put decorations on, so we opened up the decorations. Said, go at it. Go at it now. I have to say, I have been fairly in years past particular and fussy about my tree she <laughs> i have things i uh, want things a certain way i want the direct the decorations the way i want and nobody them. can really help her so we just kind of stand around looking at her so yeah and then there's like yelling and like someone gets mad and they go stomping up the stairs you know it's typical family christmas stuff <laughs> but this year she really wanted a nap so this year i was like you know what I don't care. It's the year of Corona. Things are weird. You know what, Zeus? If you want to put decorations on this tree, go for it. So we unboxed because we have a bunch of each year. Nana gets all the kids decorations. Yes, uh, ornaments from Hallmark and everything. So they all we have a bajillion because we have four kids and they all get ornaments from per year per year one per year. And then we are the keepers of the ornaments until they decide they're grown up and want them all. On their own so we have all these ornaments that we had to unbox so i unboxed them all made sure they all had hooks and then i went and took a nap and guess what i came out and the tree was decorated <laughs> except for the very tippy top well, now she did recruit holden yeah who came down and put the uh put the star on top 
for her and maybe one or two ornaments up there. So it's a little heavy at the bottom, but uh, but we don't care because don't we got care. her nap in. I don't care. Christmas music was playing when we woke up. My it kid was, was happy. She left me alone because she definitely needs to go back to school on Monday. And she's, <laughs> she's very particular as well. She is. I wonder she where has, she gets that. She has ideas of how things should be. I don't know. She might get it from both of us, I think, pretty honest. So, so while it was a different type of year, we made it through. We made it through. We made it work. Who knows what Christmas is going to bring? We'll see. How I don't know. We can't plan things for tomorrow, let alone a month from now. So exactly, we'll see how Christmas goes. Just probably, roll with it. I'm not very good at rolling with things, but this year has made me just roll with it. So um, anyway, yeah, we'll see what Christmas brings. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K, or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might use it on the show. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone Gone boss. boss.